Welcome back to Becoming Next on Scene, everybody. It is your host, Jackie Zook. It is another awesome day for another awesome episode of How to Become Next on Scene in your field of business or in your passion. Before I bring on my amazing and inspiring guest today, I always like to start with a marketing tip of the day and a self-care tip of the day to get your week going because I feel like they come across my desk. There are things I personally deal with, and so I figure why not share it? Sharing is caring, right? So my marketing tip of the day I can't share enough the importance of video marketing. I just did a whole video tutorial on this, but 54% of businesses and consumers now online are looking for video marketing. They engage with it. They watch it. Um, So if you are not putting videos in your marketing, you are missing out on a huge opportunity to get in touch and reach more people. Um, So if you're not doing that in your marketing, definitely be sure to do that. Regarding self-care tip of the day, I would really say what stands out with me personally. I've been creating more and more boundaries for myself recently over the past couple of weeks. And even though it feels uncomfortable, the long-term result of it is like so powerful. Um, Just by saying no and just saying like being honest with people that things aren't working out anymore, whether it's in business, whether it's personal you know, discomfort on the other side of discomfort is really where all the success is. And so sometimes you need to let go of things um, that no longer serve you in order to get to your next place. So just remember that that really stood out to me today. So I wanted to share that with you. And now I'm going to share my amazing and inspiring guest. I am so excited to share the senior sales associate with Century 21. Amanda George is on the podcast today. She's a rock star mom, wife, realtor. She's been in it now for almost nine years. She's doing it all. Um, And we're so excited to talk about work-life balance, the trends in the real estate market. Um, If you're a mom thinking about going into real estate, why you should check it out. And so much more. She's so inspiring. She has all these fun facts and spitfires that she shares as well. So if you're not familiar with Amanda George, definitely be sure to listen in. Regardless, she's amazing. You won't regret it. And I can't wait for you to learn about her. So stay tuned for the amazing Amanda George. ups, the downs, and all the in-between, what it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene. Welcome back to Becoming Next on Scene. I am so excited to be here with the amazing Amanda George, Senior Sales Associate with Century 21. Hi, Amanda. How are you today? Hi. Good. How are you? Good. So excited to have you. You are such a rock star in your industry. So tell us, for those who don't know you, you know how you fell into the world of real estate. Thank you. So initially, um, it was kind of just a little bit of a hobby of mine. Gerard and I had just moved in together and thinking about the next steps and do we buy something or, you know, what are we going to do? And he kind of just casually, you know, why don't you get your real estate license? You're so obsessed with, you know, looking at houses. And so at first I had no idea what it took. I'm like, you know, I didn't go to school for anything like that. And then, you know, I realized it was just a 40 hour class and studying your butt off. And so I just went for it. And uh, the rest is history. I love it. And for those, for the audience listening, Gerard is Amanda's husband. (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> and I love that you guys work together. So how yeah, is that yeah. like dynamic now that he's full-time in real estate with you? Like share yeah. that with us too. So I kind of gave him the same, you know, go get your license. What are you waiting for? And um, so he did. And now we're both full-time and working together and crammed in this little office at home and on the road. And But it's been great because, you know, a lot of people will ask us what's like working with your husband and you know, we're not necessarily working together all the time, you know, kind of tag teaming the baby and appointments and that kind of thing. So it's nice to to have somebody that you can hand it off to if you have something else to do or if something comes up that's an emergency. There's both of us to handle it all. So love it. And like you taught me so much about yourself even prior to us talking, so, you know, but I want to learn more about like how you transition because prior you were like a paralegal and like you were working and doing real estate. So tell us about your backstory. <laughs> yeah. So when I, so I actually got my license to be a nail technician when I was still in high school. I was 18, 17 or 18. I went, you know, similar thing, just took like a class over the summer, got my license. And so I kind of did that on the side through college. And then when I graduated in 2009, you know, like most people in my situation, jobs were not easy to come by. So, you know, I I tried a couple things and it just, I made more money in the spa industry. So I was doing that um, when I got my license to sell real estate. And then I just, I mean, the hours were great for the flexibility of selling real estate and being able to kind of bounce back and forth in between two jobs. So I did that for a little while. Um, And as I started getting busier in real estate, the paralegal thing just kind of fell in my lap. I was friendly with an attorney who did a lot of real estate business. And I thought it was, you know, if I was going to be working two jobs, at least they were both in the same industry, right? So I did that for a little while, a couple of years. And then, yeah, now I've been full-time in real estate almost three years now. Amazing. Now, what I find so interesting too, and like, if you're open to talking about this, if not, no worries, but talking about like how you decide what agency to go with, like, what are things that you look for? And I know like not everybody stays with them forever, but like when you're looking for an agency, like for you personally, like what do you need? Personally, for me, I needed flexibility. So when I was newly licensed, you know, nine years ago, I needed someone who was not going to force me to be sitting behind a desk answering the phones, you know, uptime or phone time or whatever, you know, and I wanted minimal fees because, you know, some brokerages charge a desk fee or they charge, you know, 30 cents for every page you print when you're in the office. And those things were important to me because I didn't know how busy I was going to be. And I didn't want to be forced into paying for something monthly um, if I wasn't doing the return. So I'd rather for me have the, you know, I, I pay Century 21 a franchise fee, but it's as the deal closes. And so if you're not a super busy agent, it can be great that way, you know, as you get busier, you know, other things change. And so you just figure out, you know, the split isn't the ultimate, you know, some people will look at, well, I'm making hundred percent here or I'm making 99% here, you know, but it's a small agency that doesn't necessarily have brand recognition or they don't offer anything as far as technology or support or education. So it, it really all depends on what you are looking for, but it, it's definitely a broader picture than just, you know, what the split is on, 
on each love that. Love that. And I want to say like, you're just one of the coolest women I know, like such a cool oh, team player. You. Like, <laughs> no, but it's true. Like, I feel like, you know, it's awesome to come across women who like, are like, you know, what, you're a realtor, like let's partner and like, see where we can help each other. And I, I just wanted to give you like credit for that because you don't come across yeah. a lot of people that do that. So you're awesome. Just wanted to tell you. That. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it's, you know, real estate can be a little bit of a cutthroat business and I'm, you know, there's there's a time and a place where, you know, you have to be all business, of course, but at the end of the day we're all trying to get the best deal together for our clients and especially in this low inventory market you know, we really need to be supporting each other and counting on our network to get some of these deals to go through. You know, sometimes you're going to get six offers on a house and you know, you know, this agent's in your black book and, you know, or this agent's easy to work with or this agent, you know, I know that they really have educated their client on all these details in their offer and they're not going to turn around and, you know, try to renegotiate on something, you know, that we thought was a done deal. So that kind of stuff's really important. And I'm all for supporting everyone else that's in the same boat. I love that. And so now that you guys, like now that you and Gerard are working together, you guys are expanding your side of the business. Like, what do you like to focus on in terms of real estate? Like you love new construction. Like what type of clients do you guys love to work with? Yeah, we do a decent amount of new construction. What I love about new construction is, you know, and sometimes, especially for a smaller developer or someone who's maybe a little bit newer is, you know, getting your realtor involved early is is really important because they can help you make the right changes with your architect to the floor plans. They can help guide you on what's trending in the market as far as finishes go, what buyers want to see, help you temper your expectations. You know, sometimes you know, maybe you're building a $2 million unit, but it's in a neighborhood where you're just never going to get a $2 million price tag on it. So there's a lot of things that we can kind of get to ahead of time that will hopefully save you money in the long run and make you more money at the end of the day. I love it. And you also just got these really fun helmets that you were showing me. Yeah. Yeah. They're They're so cool. Yeah. um, yeah, I want to make sure we got safety in mind. So um, yeah, so on our, our next project, we'll hopefully be able to get people in super early so that they can make a few customizations. And yeah, we'll we'll get everyone on a hard hat tour. Love it. So what also too, would you say like, obviously right now, especially in the market, like people are coming in with a lot of over asking prices. We were talking about this and this is yeah. really funny because the inventory is so low because people are in and out, right? Right. So right. can we talk yeah. about that a little more? Yeah. Um, inventory is extremely low. And I know, you know, we have a lot of people who are, you know, maybe they're ready to downsize or they're ready to upsize, but they're afraid to list their home because they don't have anywhere to go or they're going to be in a bidding war, you know, against 10 other people and have to pay way over asking, you know, which you know, we could talk about that another time, but you know, if you're buying and selling the markets kind of, it is what it is. You're either going to buy high and and sell high or, you know, sell low and buy low. So, but you know, where, where we're getting so many offers, we've got people waiving contingencies left and right. And especially in a lower price point, you know, where our inventory is tight enough, 
you just you don't have the extra funds to cover that cover that appraisal gap and you know never mind the fact that it's i mean it's a bad financial decision you know i understand people are nervous and anxious and and rates are low and they want to get into the next place or maybe they have to get into the next place but you know at the end of the day your purchase in real estate is a financial investment and you need to be smart about it. You have to try to take as much of the emotion out of it as you can because it, the numbers have to make sense, whether it's a place you're going to live for five years or a place that you're going to rent out to tenants. You know, at the end of the day, the numbers have to work. Right. And also too, like something that I've just been hearing from other people is like, there are a lot of people going in even at the over asking price, like by mm-hmm. so much, but they're not even going about like, who's giving me more money. It's more about the people that are actually interested, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, you know, some people do what I call the love letter, you know, (laughs) this is a little bit about me and, you know, mushy, mushy, I love your house. It all depends. Not everyone has an emotional connection to their home. So you just don't know who you're dealing with. But yeah, you, you really have to try to be creative. It's not always about the dollar amount. There's a lot of different things you can do to make your offer stand out with your contingencies, with your dates, you know, with who you're working with, you know, is this a good lender? Do they have a good track record, you know, and how much you're putting down at different stages of the process. So there's a lot of different things you can do other than price. No, that's really good advice. Solid. So where do you see Amanda in the next year? Like, (laughs) well, we have a lot going on. So Gerard and I obviously working as a team now. We've got another agent, Brian. He's new to the team. So we're getting him settled in, getting him some experience. Uh, so he'll be able to help us with some of our upcoming volume, which will be great. And so one of the things that we've done is, you know, we're kind of looking for, you know, not necessarily to expand the team, you know, maybe by one or two more people. I'm not trying to, you know, right now we're not ready to to be starting our own brokerage or anything like that. But what we'd like to do is have somebody who can cover the North Shore, knows the market, lives there. You know, we we are between Boston and the South Shore. And so that's where our primary focus is. But we get a lot of referral business and people relocate. And so it's good to have someone with local market knowledge that we can say, well, you know what, I've got Brian on my team and this is where he lives and this is what he's familiar with. And so we want to be able to service everybody within our own group, but make sure that they're still getting the best service that we can give them. Right. And not everybody's Amanda and Gerard, like you can find people similar, you know? Yeah. Well, even out of state, you know, I actually, I had a client text me yesterday. They might be relocating to Connecticut. And I, you know, I said, well, she said, I need a new Amanda George in my life. And I said, well, (laughs) let you know, we can cover you there. We have referral connections and, you know, all over the country, all over the world. Um, And that's one thing that's great about Century 21 too, is, you know, just the referral network. And there's, there's many brokerages that have great referral connections, you know, but we can find you someone who is top notch or number one in their, you know, neighborhood or, or wherever it is that they're working and, and hopefully get you set up with a great experience. Good advice. Yes. That's solid. I'm excited for you guys for the expansion and you're launching you. a podcast, which is really exciting. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the podcast. <laughs> Just yeah, another we're... thing. It's another thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you guys are planning on launching that. Well, this podcast will be live before you guys come out with that, but that'll be really exciting. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah can Thank you share you. what it's called, though? 
It's called Married to Real Estate. Yes. So it'll be fun. It'll be Gerard and I, you know, talking about real estate, the market, you know, um, working together, being parents, um, you know, doing it all from home in our tiny office. (laughs) Hey, but you're doing it all. So it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. Well, I'm the type of person too that, um, you know, I definitely thrive on the chaos. Uh, The busier, (laughs) like the more that's happening, the easier it is for me to like keep it organized. If I I don't have a lot going on, I can get a little lazy. (laughs) I can relate to that. It makes no sense, but like all the sense in the world. Yeah. So funny. And maybe Emmy will make an appearance too. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Emmy's definitely. Daughter, by the way. She's, yeah, she's uh, she's a little actress. So. <laughs> I love her princess dresses. Can we talk about this really quickly? It's oh so God. cute. She, <laughs> yes, and she, she, every day she needs, you know, I want a new dress. I want a new princess dress. And, oh, you know, cute. they're all in the laundry right now. So... <laughs> Yeah, she's uh, she wanted to change out of the one she wore to bed, and that's the only one I have that's clean. So um, she threw a little bit of a fit, but she's she's kept it on. I love it. Okay, so before we go into game time and fun facts about Amanda, what advice do you have for moms that would be interested in going into real estate? It's a great career choice. Having you know, I've been doing this since before I was a mom, so you know, I know how being stuck in an office, you know, nine to five, not even nine to five, nine to six, right? Like no one has an eight hour office job anymore. You know, commuting, sitting in traffic. I mean, Amelia sleeps till seven, eight o'clock. So I can't imagine what it would be like having to be up at the crack of dawn, getting her ready, you know, packed for lunch and out the door. It's definitely so much more convenient to, you know, kind of let her be on her own schedule. One of us is home, you know, she goes to daycare where she was before COVID. So she'll be going back just a couple of days a week to, you know, get her out of the house and meet some friends and that kind of thing. But the, just the flexibility is amazing. I can take her in the car if, it's last minute, you know, when she needs to tag along, it's easy. People don't generally mind, you know, she's a little bigger now. So if I'm in, you know, eye shot, she can kind of hang in the car for a couple minutes. Or if I need to rearrange my day for a doctor's appointment or, you know, anything that comes up, an emergency, it's just easy to have your own schedule. It really, I mean, I can't be more grateful to be in this industry. No, that's super good advice. And yeah. like also too, I remember even when we first started chatting and connecting, but you were telling me like, yeah, I bring Emmy to the appointments sometimes. And my clients yeah. are like, whatever, like I'm not going to bring her to the first appointment, but maybe the second. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let, let's make the good first impression first. Right. And then uh, I yeah. you told me that. For, the, for the regulars, uh, she tags along and she likes they it. Love it. I'm sure they yeah. love it too. Like, yeah, well, she, she's good too. She loves it. Nothing like uh, running wall to wall in a vacant condo. <laughs> hilarious yeah so cute all right so let's play fun facts about amanda then we'll play some game time but before we do that tell everybody how they can follow you on social media get in touch and website so um you can follow all of us at amanda the realtor at george group boston at my realtor gerard and also at brian the real agent we just launched a new website too georgegroupboston.com amelia is knocking to get in (laughs) Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. I mean, hopefully you could Google search us and find us anywhere. Yeah, you will definitely find them anywhere. Yeah. So good. All right, Amanda, let's talk about your fun facts. So you studied abroad in Australia. That was amazing. Yeah. Where did you study abroad? 
Blonde University on the Gold Coast. Um, so right by the beach, gorgeous weather, best time of my life, hands so down. So cool. Yeah. So, no um, place more beautiful. Did you travel to the other coasts, like around while you we were there? We did a little bit. We did, um, so where do we go? Fraser Island, Great Keppel Island. I did have a trip booked to Fiji, but we had to cancel it because it was like, I don't know what was going on over there. So, you know, in the Sydney Bondi Beach, that was so probably cool. my favorite. Yeah. So, how long were you there? Like how many months? A semester. So like three and a half months. Cool. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. So the lifestyle, yeah. how was it different? Like everyone's so laid back. Um, you know, the restaurants are closed in the middle of the day. Like everything is closed in the middle of the day for like lunch break. You know, like the malls are only open till five. The bars are open all night long. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Everyone's like super relaxed, all about having a good time. Um, we learned to surf. That was awesome. So much fun. So was surfing hard to learn? Super hard. I mean, I surfed <laughs> I feel on, like, be on my ass. Like, yeah, I surfed <laughs> on like a one foot wave. Like I don't even know if you would call it surfing. That's hilarious. Um, but I surfed. All right. <laughs> That's really impressive. Yeah. Very impressive. So your, your training paid off. That's so yes. That's impressive. Okay. So in your past life, you were a paralegal and then you were also a nail technician. Yes. So how did you even fall into the nail technician world, by the way? Honestly, I don't even know. Again, just like me doing stuff on a whim. I'm, I'm totally that type of person. Like you know, I get an idea and then like, if I don't do it right away, it never gets done. So if I get an idea like that and I go do it, then it's, you know, it's getting done. So I had a friend of mine, she was still in high school as well when she started hairdressing school. And so they had a similar program that like wasn't intensive. It was like, I don't know, eight weeks or something. Um, So I just like did it over the summer and um, took like my state boards. And I mean, it was great money, especially like in high school. Um, Yeah, it was really good money. And then in college too. And then that was kind of, you know, I'm glad that I got back into it before I got my real estate license because it, you know, and I feel for these kids nowadays too, just you're paying all this money to go to college. And if you don't know, you know, exactly what you want to do, you know, if you're not in, you know, I went to school for exercise physiology. I just like picked something out of a hat. I didn't know. That's what I wanted so interesting. Fun fact. Another fun fact about it. Right. <laughs> right. So you know, it was getting. I was getting paid like fourteen dollars an hour to do cardiac rehab. I'm like, I just spent all this money on college. I'm making fourteen dollars an hour. So I went back to the spa industry because it was just, frankly, much better money. Um, you know, similar to real estate too, where you're you're interacting with different people all the time. You have some regular clients um, keeping you busy. It's just like a fun atmosphere and the flexibility. And I think that's something too that you get used to as, you know, being self-employed or being in that kind of industry, it's really hard to work a nine to five job or be stuck in an office all the time. So yeah, I just, it was great for getting my real estate license and having all the flexibility that I needed um, to go back and forth. Love it. And like, what was your favorite like thing to do as a nail technician? Cause they, I mean, were you ever doing tips or were you just doing gel? No, I didn't do a lot of them. Um, 
No, I only had like one client that did them. And then when I, I work, you know, at this place that was local to where I grew up. And then when I moved to the South shore, I got a job in Wellesley. And so it was, you know, it was a spa. So it was a little bit more natural. We didn't really do that kind of stuff. So it's healthier for you to breathe in anyway. Right. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. I know the ventilation can be horrible. Uh, I don't even smell nail polish. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) I am like, yeah, immune to it now. Hilarious. Um, but yeah, it was, I mean, it's just, that's more my scene, you know? Yeah. And then I also love your fun fact. You listen about the dentist that you like. That oh. you so tell me this. Like, tell me like, why I just dentist. like enjoy having my teeth clean. <laughs> Honestly, I could understand. Like, it feels great afterwards. It does. And it's so funny. I can remember at one point, like going to the dentist and, I don't know if, I don't remember what the situation was. Someone, you know, let's get a coffee or let's do lunch or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I just had my teeth cleaned. I have to wait like an hour or whatever it is. They're like, you actually like follow those rules? I'm like, I thought everyone did. I didn't know. I didn't know that either, actually. Yeah, I don't mind. I mean, I don't, I don't find it painful. I don't get anxiety. I you know, chat with my dental hygienist and let her scrub my teeth. <laughs> I love it. It's, it is, it's just such a clean feeling. Like I have to admit that, like it yeah. really is. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I love these fun facts, but I want to thank you in time. So there's no like rush with like how fast you have to answer. These are just a fun, quick. Okay. Question. All right. So what is Amanda George's favorite food? Pizza. Pizza. What's going to be on pizza. pizza? What's on the pizza? Pepper and onion. I could do Ooh. with cheese. And actually, um, for all you people who love bar pizza, Lynn Woods and Randolph, the bean special. Okay, hear me out. Big <laughs> beans, onions, salami. It's amazing. Yeah, you have to try it. That's like if we if we go to Lynn Woods, we we each get our own pizza and then we get one for the table. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what's like Emmy and Gerard's, what do they get normally? Well, too? Emmy says she wants meatball, but she picks all the meatballs off. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the so hilarious. she gets a meatball. Yeah. Gerard usually will get, he'll get the bean special or he'll get a mushroom. Love it. Oh my yeah. God. So peppers and onions. I love that. That sounds oh, yeah. delicious. That's my favorite. Oh my God. Great choice. Love it. Okay. So if you could wear one outfit for the rest of your life, oh what would it be and why? Head to toe. It would probably be, oh my gosh, honestly, I'm so used to the leggings right now. I don't know if I could, yeah, they okay. have to be high rise, right? right? So like anything that's high rise, it, yeah. And just, I have a great collection of wife beaters. Love it. Love <laughs> yeah. it. And like, what if it's cold though? Are you going to bring like a sweater or something? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. Like, what yeah. if it's like zero degrees, Amanda? And what shoes zero are you degrees, wearing? Like your so, go-to shoes. Like, yeah. I've, I've got a couple furry coats that I like. Okay. So that's good. Yeah. Cause I always think with a coat, like you can take it off whenever you want, but if you don't have it, you're screwed. Basically. Yeah, no, I, I definitely bring layers. I'm the type of person who's always cold. So I've always got a couple extra layers in the car. <laughs> and then what about shoes? What would you do for shoes? sneakers all day love it. Yes. that's awesome they are really comfortable so comfortable yeah I wear them everywhere I love it okay yeah. where's your favorite place you've ever traveled I mean obviously Australia is way way up there but I think next best would be St. Lucia we did St. Lucia for our, our honeymoon and it was just I think the only time in my life I have ever relaxed <laughs> like so for real like relaxed beach, like beach like whole time. beach the whole time yeah 
And I'm not a huge, huge beach person, but obviously on vacation, right? Like I'm much right. more of a pool person, but the beach at the hotel was gorgeous. I mean, the the whole island is just beautiful. That's like totally yeah. on my bucket list, I feel like. Yeah, oh, wait, is there like a direct flight there or no? JetBlue. I don't know if anyone uh, else, but when we, that was one of the reasons we chose there for the honeymoon was because they had a direct flight. Like they only fly, I think on Saturdays there. Makes sense. Um, it's like a four and a half hour flight. Not bad. Yeah. Okay. So what's a bucket list destination you've never been? You want to go? Uh, Italy. Ooh. I too. Italy and Iceland. Those are my those yeah. are cool. So why Iceland? I keep hearing all about it's, Iceland. Yeah. I mean, it, I think it's definitely gotten a lot more popular. I had a client who went there, I don't know, 10 or 15 years ago. So I've wanted to go ever since then. It's just cool. It looks beautiful and like the natural springs and, and all that. But <laughs> another fun fact, actually, Gerard is wicked allergic to sulfur. No and way. Everyone says like, you can smell it as soon as you get off the plane because of the volcanoes. So I don't know if we ever can go. I might have to go without him. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But oh, that's that's definitely... And I heard too, like it's daylight, like it never gets dark there. Yeah. That... I think yeah. it depends on the time of year. It's either like always dark or always daylight. So crazy. Yeah. yeah. And then we're both Italian. So we. we Italy, of course. Italy on the way. And like we went there for our honeymoon and I couldn't tell you oh. more. Like you need to go. Like 100%. Yeah. The only reason we didn't go on our honeymoon was because we we felt like you had to be very active in Italy because there's right. so much that's a good point that's a good point too and we were like no we don't want to move right that's definitely a fact because you also want to see different places not just one place the whole time while you're exactly. there exactly but you could go with Amelia yeah yeah that's, right they say it's a good family place too yeah yeah she oh yeah she would have so much I like there. it good bucket list choices all right yeah. final question if you could spend a day with somebody you've never met dead or alive who would you choose and why oh jeez. I know tough one but I love hearing these oh <laughs> uh, Anderson Cooper oh my god I love him too yeah. why I don't know. I mean, I know he's gay, but he's super cute. Yeah. Um, he's like, yeah, he's my gay crush. So, I love it. So yeah, that's probably why. That's a great choice. So like, what where would you guys like go to eat? Like, are you interested in what he, he does for a living? Tell me all about his mom and all about... Right, because his mom was in fashion. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. So, Good choice. Great. I think he's still alive, actually. Is she? I think if she, I mean, if I don't she, know. If anybody not, listening, let us know. Yeah. If she's not, then it was like very recent. No, I, yeah. I don't know yeah. why I thought that she might've died. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Well, if she, if she isn't, I like really, really take that back. Yeah. I'm not sure. All right. Well, Amanda, you're amazing. Tell everybody again, how they can follow you on socials, get in touch and uh, check out your website. Yeah. Uh, georgegroupboston.com. You can find all of us there. Uh, Instagram, Amanda, the realtor at George Group Boston at um, my realtor, Gerard or at Brian, the real agent. Yeah. Hit us up. Follow George Group Boston, Amanda, the realtor. Yes. And we're super, super responsive. So, I mean, you can find my phone number on there, my email on there. Call me, text me. Um, I work 24 seven. Love it. Instagram and Amanda are like definitely all over. That's the best place to get Amanda. (laughs) Definitely. Well, thank you everybody so much for tuning in to Next On Scene. Amanda, thank you so much for joining us today and stay tuned for who's next on Scene. The 
ups, the downs, and all the in-between. What it takes to become next on scene. Are you next? Follow us at Next On Scene. 